This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today is another Author's Corner check-in where I update you on what the heck is going on behind the scenes. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea and let's catch up. Starting with today's rosebud and thorn. So my rose is that this morning, my darling friend Tyler and I walked in the rain to McDonald's and we ate in McDonald's and had a sausage egg and cheese McMuffin, a perfect hash brown. I had an amazing cup of coffee. I got two creams, two sugars in that coffee, and it just felt perfect. We had a little bit of a night out last night. I'm not as young as I used to be. Drinking does not sit on me the same. And that just like egg McMuffin, I just, I think it's the perfect hangover breakfast. It was just, it hit the spot. Then my thorn is as I'm writing this, because of that little walk in the rain, (laughs) the bottom of my pants legs are wet. And I really think that might be one of the worst feelings. Like, wet pant legs just kind of touching your ankle. No good. Not here for it. My bud is that I am heading home to my family tomorrow and I'm looking forward to just laying in my own bed with my husband and my tiny human and just feeling so warm and safe and full of love. I've had an amazing trip, but it's always good to love going home. Okay, let's dive on into today's episode. Here is what I'm working on this week. So the week that this goes live, I am likely still finishing up chapter five. So as you and I are talking, I currently have one more essay to write as well as an introduction and a conclusion for that chapter. But I really think it's going to be a miracle if I pull something out today. Like maybe I can, but like that might be a big ask. In addition, I'm traveling all day tomorrow and I always think like, oh, I'm going to get so much work done because I'm just going to be in the airport or I'm just going to be on a plane. The truth is like, I don't, it's not a productive time for me. Typically that's very rare. So we're just going to lower the expectations. I'm probably going to have to finish chapter five next week. So I have conceded to the reality that I will likely be finishing up chapter five the week that you're listening to this, and then starting chapter six the same week. So fun part about that though, is that I already have chapter six outlined and have written about five essays. So I think we'll be able to wrap up both this week. Also the week that you're listening to this, I'll be editing chapter four and hopefully chapter five as well. We'll see how that goes. 
And finally, I just created one piece of new merch to go live for this holiday season that I'm really excited about. And then I'll also, this coming week, be laying out all the holiday merch. If I'm going to add any more products, which products I'm going to highlight, what the actual dates need to be, because some things are campaign-based, so any shirts are campaign based and then there's deadlines for mugs and things like that. So I just need to figure all of that out to make sure everybody actually knows when they need to order what in order to get it on time, you know? So I'm going to figure all that out and some life updates or changes for you. Chicago was amazing. I was here visiting my two best friends from college. It's just so cozy and comforting being here. We always have like big, deep life talks and we dream of the future and we eat good food and it's just comforting. I think there's also this other part of me that just gets to kind of untether when I'm here. Like that sensation of like unbuttoning your pants after a really big meal. Like I'm just not concerned about how I'm perceived or if I'm doing enough or if I'm worthy enough. Like I just get to be me. And my friend Tyler said it best, like, it's kind of like I'm like taking care of everything all the time and then come here and I'm like, hi, please take care of me, which honestly is true. I don't necessarily want to like put that burden on them, but it's what's happening. It's definitely the, the sensation that I feel. At one point this week, we played a game where we could give each other the job we wanted for them. Like if you could wave a magic wand and like, give me the job that you think I should have, what would it be? And I just loved their responses for me. It was like writing a book a year, writing guest articles for publications, speaking, and I loved that vision for me. It aligns really well with kind of what my big dreams are and where I hope to go. And it just feels really good to be known that well and to be seen that clearly, you know, it was really sweet. And just to have people who like believe in you that you can do the things that you want to do. Uh, other things on my mind, I'm thinking about my plants at home today. There are several that I've kind of let go. Okay, like all of the succulents and the cacti are the ones that I've let go. I've decided that they aren't for me. So from now on, I only buy plants that tell me when they're thirsty. So pothos, philodendrons. Snake plants can stay because they are the only thing that will outlast cockroaches in the apocalypse. Like, I'm pretty sure they're impossible to kill. But in general, I need to go through my house and get rid of the plants that aren't savable and then from there decide if they should be replaced. I'm a little bit in plant care burnout mode right now and I'm kind of skeptical that I need another plant to take care of. But I do want to keep the house feeling like that fresh, green, alive feeling. And so once I take all of the ones out that are giving the opposite of that, giving a lot of like I'm dead vibes, then I'm going to see kind of where we're at and see if we, I want to get a plant or two to replace the others. Um, so we will see. My husband and I started at a new couples therapist this week. We're not really the kind of people who shove things under the rug. Like we talk about everything, maybe a bit like too much, honestly. Like that could be like the thing that could bring us the most relief is just to not talk about every single thing. But it's still like, so basically like we love therapy. We're both in therapy. We love being in therapy together. I think it's like every marriage needs therapy, but it's still so intimidating to go into an office and unpack things when everything feels good. You know what I mean? Like 
we're in a really happy place. And then to go into an office and be like, here are the things that I want to talk about. It's like, I'm like, I fear that we're going to get mad at each other or something, but it feels really good to be supported. I want every single couple in the world to have that kind of support. It's this amazing thing that we're doing to build a marriage. And I love that we don't have to do it alone. So that's kind of another thing that's going on. And finally, the last year I did Vlogmas on YouTube. If you don't know what Vlogmas is, it's essentially you vlog every single day from December 1st to Christmas day. I'm toying with what doing that again this year. I really liked doing it last year, but I am also writing this book. So it really depends on how much I've written and if like the time is just logistically there, but it's, it's not only like fun to do, but one of, it's one of my audience's favorite things that I did last year and it documents our memories in a really special way. So I want to do it, but I'm not positive that I can. So that's another thing that we just have to figure out and we'll, we'll, we'll all figure it out together. We'll see together. <laughs> I love the smells of the season. Thanks to Native's new seasonal scents, my favorites are with me wherever I go. And yes, I'm talking about their deodorant. Native deodorant is formulated with ingredients you have actually heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. Native deodorant never uses aluminum, parabens, or sulfates, but still keeps you smelling amazingly fresh all day long. With classics and rotating seasonals, Native has a deodorant scent for everyone, including their new holiday-inspired collection, candy cane, sugar cookie, and fresh mistletoe. Native it is not just good for you, it's good for the planet. They have a deodorant made of 100% paperboard packaging. They are vegan and never test on animals. I'm not alone in loving Native. They have over 15,000 five-star reviews. I know you are going to love them too. Personally, I was never a natural deodorant person, but Native deodorant has won me over. It started with their beautiful packaging. The second step was their amazing sense. And then it was like the wear test. Is this going to break me out, make my underarms itchy? Is this going to actually help me to smell good for a full day? And it passed the wear test with flying colors, so much so that I even keep it in my travel bag, which if you're someone who travels a lot, you know a deodorant really has to stay in the test to make it to the travel bag. Keep the sense of the season with you with Native's limited time holiday scented deodorants. Go to nativedeodorant.com and use code EGRAM to get 20% off your first purchase at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com, code EGRAM for 20% off. Nativedeodorant.com, code EGRAM. Thank you, Native, for supporting the podcast. Now for reading, watching, a small joy in what I'm learning, currently I am reading The Enneagram Guide to Waking Up by Beatrice Chestnut and Uranio Paez. I brought it with me for the trip and it is so good. Each chapter kind of tells a story of a type and how they can go from knowing their type to growing with that information. It's definitely a great one if you're wanting to enhance your growth journey using the Enneagram. So definitely check that out. I'm watching. I 
really haven't watched much other than like YouTube videos this week, but I did watch an episode of We're Here with Tyler and Eric this week and it had me sobbing. It's basically, if you've seen Tu Wong Fu, it's one of my favorite movies. Tu Wong Fu meets Queer Eye, like three drag queens, they go into a small town and they change the lives of people who live there. It's just such a reminder of the importance of loving one another and looking outside of ourselves and giving back. It's so beautiful. And my small joy for this week is the restaurant Jenju. It's maybe my new favorite restaurant. It's a Korean place with amazing food and just like a really cool atmosphere. We've been twice now and we just kind of order everything that looks good to us and just kind of eat all around. I ordered kimchi jjigae. It's like a tofu kimchi stew to take home for lunch today and it is waiting in the fridge and I am so excited. It's like tomatoey and brothy with kimchi and spices and tofu and it's rainy outside and I just like want that like warm brothy soup. I'm so excited. And I'm learning that just because I can't right now doesn't mean that I won't ever. So I heard this specifically in regard to goals and artistic endeavors, like just because I can't sell my artwork professionally right now doesn't mean that I won't ever be able to. However, I've been using it when it comes to boundaries. Like just because I can't have that person in my life right now doesn't mean I won't ever be able to, or just because I can't commit to doing that invitation, that online summit, that podcast interview, that project that I have in my mind right now doesn't mean that I won't ever be able to. So I'm embracing the changing nature of things to allow for more honesty and less rigidity in my boundaries. And it's feeling good. It's feeling balanced. Now, when it comes to the process this week, I kind of touched on this earlier with where I'm at in terms of writing. So I'm not positive that I will finish chapter five this week, which is the first time I've had to kind of bleed a chapter into another week like that. I'm not totally surprised. And if you listened to last week's episode, you're probably not surprised either, but I would be lying if I didn't tell you I felt a bit disappointed. I want to keep my schedule, right? Like I just like my rhythm. I like the schedule I laid out for myself. I want to be ahead of schedule because it allows me plenty of room to edit and rework and revision for how I want it all to be together. But I also want to write quality pieces and not force something out just to get something out, you know? Like I don't want to just pump something out that I'm not super pleased with just because I need to get like a word count out. So I'm kind of letting myself move slowly, which honestly is maybe a great lesson from type five, like spending time with this energy may be impacting me a bit, inviting me in to manage my own energy levels and waiting and doing my research and spending time with something. That's kind of funny to think about, like being an empathic person, writing about all of these different coping skills, just tapping into each one every week and, and living like that type for the week is a fun idea. Um, I have thought before about doing vlogs like that, like living like a type four for the day and kind of living life like my husband does or living like an eight for a day and pushing through hard things all day and like seeing, pushing past my perceived limitations. I think that would be a fun idea. I don't know. So in general, I do still think we'll be on schedule. Like I said earlier, I've gotten a bit of a head start on six, so we should be all right there. I just don't want to create too much of a, like a bottleneck on pieces that need to be edited because that takes some really focused attention from me and it's a really important part of the process if not the most important so 
I'm paying attention to that. I'm I'm gonna just keep writing, keep focusing, but also be pretty gracious and slow with myself. I also wanted to say, in general, y'all, if you enjoy these behind the scene episodes and aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you may be interested in that. So I do a vlog about once a week right now and it takes you behind the scenes. I share my day-to-day -day life with you and it's kind of a smaller community there so I get to kind of get to know people. It's pretty fun. And that's it for the update, y'all. I cannot wait to check back up with you next week, report back on how chapter five and chapter six are going. And as always, it's an absolute joy to keep in touch with you this way. And I'll see you Wednesday for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.